Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nivenace, and it is so good to be back with you once again. I honor and cherish these moments that I get to speak into your day through this podcast for 15 minutes. And I know there might be some of you that are getting ready to step into your day that have this podcast playing. There might be some of you on the way to work that have tuned into this podcast. Shalom to you. And then I know for sure that there are some of you out there that are getting kids ready for the day. There's chaos all around and you have this podcast playing. Shalom to you. The reason I'm saying that is because I'm speaking from experience, man. Oh, it's so awesome to be part of this tribe and just to be able to engage in these daily podcasts have been incredible. My wife and I have these podcasts playing every day, regardless of the situation and circumstance. You know, there's moments where the kids are just running all over the place. We're getting them ready for the day. And then we'll have Marius Ellenus playing in the background, just bringing about a peace. <laughs> and we just love it. I think the only podcast that we don't have playing in our home is our own. <laughs> That'll be a little bit awkward. But other than that, um, it is truly an honor that I get to speak into your day. And I trust that what I have within my heart for you is going to encourage you. Just before I get into what I want to share, I think it would be important to share with you about the process that I go on when I prepare for a podcast and then when I record it. I've shared, I think it might have been three or four podcasts ago, I spoke about governing time. And this has been fascinating for me because when you understand your position as a son and then you begin to expand your knowledge in who you are and you find yourself seated in a place where you operate within the kingdom, you're no longer subjected to time as we know it under the sun. So what I do, and I'm just sharing a bit of my heart, which I trust would encourage, but when I am recording this, although it is pre-recorded, I'm speaking from a day that is to come. So as this is playing, wherever you are at, as I've mentioned, you might be getting ready for your day. You might be on the way to work. You might be getting kids ready and this is playing in the background. Or you might even just be in a place of, of engaging and focusing on what has been shared into your heart for the day. When I'm beginning to speak to you now, I'm speaking as if I am releasing a frequency and a sound into your day because of our ability to arc in what is to come as we are seated in heavenly places. So I'm fully aware that, that what is beginning to happen within our function as a son, it's arcing together where Paul speaks in Romans 12 verse 2. And he says this, don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because only then will we be able to test and approve the will of God. His good, pleasing, perfect will, which is amazing. So within this journey of 
beginning to expand my knowledge in who I am, my position as a son, seated in heavenly places and operating from that place of government, I looked up the word that Paul mentioned within that scripture, conform. And conform means this, to comply with rules, standards or laws. So let me uh, say that phrase once again that Paul mentions in Romans 12. He says, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, I want to show you, Paul was not saying don't conform to the laws that we have within the land. So now we can disregard it and do what we want because, hey, we need to transform the mind. <laughs> He's not saying that at all. I believe through pursuits and engagement with this portion of scripture and where I am within my personal walk as a son in creation, but also seated in heavenly places, that word conform that refers to um, complying with rules, standards, and laws, I believe that it's these spiritual laws that are under the sun in corruption that humanity have traded into that now has a massive impact within our day-to-day function within creation. So Paul was beginning to teach those that were around him, which would then also echo into a day that we are currently living out right now because ah, Paul knew how to access the kingdom realms and to be outside of time and space as we know it, to speak from a day that I personally believe that we are currently walking out right now. It's amazing. Like Paul saw stuff, which we all know, but when I read in scripture and there are so many moments that he would say phrases or, you know, he would begin to address the people that were around him within that day. But there were also many moments that he spoke because of what he saw by hope that was unfolding. And we are the sons within our tribe that are beginning to manifest the very desire that he had. So oh, I just get so excited, man, when I talk about stuff like this. So anyway, today I'm going to be speaking on dealing with disappointment. There are many moments that would take place within our walk within creation where a situation or a circumstance might unfold and we could be hurt within the process or we might even have had an expectation and that expectation wasn't met that now allowed a door to present itself to us called disappointment. Disappointment is a funny thing. (laughs) Oh man, there's been moments where that door presented itself to me and I felt justified to open that door because of how I was feeling and what had happened to, to myself or my wife and I. And I would step through that door with conviction, stand within that gate and feel all the emotions that would just flow through the fiber of my being. And did the decision to step through that gate of disappointment because of the the justice that I felt or the determination to to go forth because of how I was feeling, did that do any good for me? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, so 
I've realized that when things like that happen to us within our walk and that door presents itself, we have an option. We can choose to step through that door and hey, you might be justified. You might feel right within you stepping through and feeling the emotions that come with stepping through that door. And the moments that I have stepped through that door, feeling justified, and I step through with passion to feel the emotions, it does nothing for me but bring about feelings that I don't believe we should even be feeling. It brought about questions that should never be something that I should have navigated through. So I've got a couple points in with some of the things that I personally had to deal with. And here's the deal. Every time that you step through a door of disappointment, regardless of what it is, it brings about a question regarding the goodness of Yahweh. Now that door that questions the goodness of Yahweh leads us down a path filled with lies that masquerades itself as inferior truth. Now the reason why I'm saying that is because within us feeling justified and the conviction to step through, to feel the emotions that the door of disappointment has presented to you, when you are through that door and you start stepping in to that reality, you are immediately, as I've mentioned, regardless of what caused the disappointment, the root of that would question the goodness of Yahweh that is within your life. And when you continue walking down this process, that question leads us down a path filled with lies. And those lies masquerade itself as inferior truth. So we almost believe it because of how we're feeling. And that feeling came from a choice because of stepping through a door of disappointment. And we feel that we were within our right to step through it, which is crazy. But I mean, it's the truth. I've seen it within my personal life. And fortunately, because of the knowledge we now have and the incredible teachings that we we have been under and that we've engaged with and traded into, it's produced a maturity within us because now we can see things for what it is. I suppose that's why there's a teaching called dealing with your junk. <laughs> it's it's one of those teachings that, you know, it has the greatest impact within your life, but it's not a teaching that everyone wants to trade into. It's not one of those that gets a standing ovation, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like you can hear a pin drop after listening to that teaching and the reason being is it's giving us a whole lot of responsibility that we now need to work through our lives. But listen, all of this is to enhance us within our personal pursuit with Yahweh. So, you know, if, if there's a moment that I can speak about, and I know my wife won't mind me mentioning this, but, you know, for us, we had to navigate at a young age through the disappointment of struggling to fall pregnant. Now, oh, that was probably the moment where the truth of that door, <laughs> that was an inferior truth, by the way, presented itself. I stepped through it because of how I was feeling. And before I knew it, 
I found myself questioning the goodness of Yahweh. Everything that I had within my life that I had experienced within the glory of Yahweh. I brought that as a question because of the current disappointment I was navigating through. And I had to really have a a talk to me, myself and I. You know, one of those moments where you get real with yourself, where you pull yourself towards yourself and you go, Rick, you need to get a grip on this because what is going on? So I turned 180 degrees and I made my way back to that door to step through so that I can find myself in the truth that would now speak to me. So again, I want to say, be careful that we don't allow the door of disappointment to be an invitation because of how we are feeling so that we can feel justified on the other side. Because stepping through that door of disappointment will not bear any fruit within your life. So if you find yourself in a, in a place now where you are saying, Rick, I've, I've gone through that door, man. I was justified. I was determined. And I'm now on the other side having to deal with all of these emotions that you are speaking about. Well, if you are at that place, here is a step to get out. <laughs> uh, we need to be real and raw with ourselves. No religious pretense or stuff that makes us feel like we've got to be presentable to Yahweh. We've got to be truthful. We've got to speak our heart. You know, the process that I was on in some of these disappointments that I've had to navigate through, I had to be real. I had to be honest. And I love how David within Scripture was so honest. He was respectful. He understood his position as a son, and he honored the the walk that he had with Yahweh. And he also knew how to speak from a place of vulnerability and going, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm seeing. And hey, I need to share some stuff so that I can have a way to begin to behold the truth that I know is my portion. So it was amazing for me Instead of being quiet on the other side of disappointment and getting into this thought process that that was just not great, to turn and go, Karat Yahweh, I need to be truthful to you and myself. There's no religious pretense. I'm not feeling like I've got to be presentable to you in a certain way. I just spoke my heart. And by doing that, it brought such a shift within myself because I could now see clearly I was out of that mind space of thinking a particular thought that was a lie that masqueraded itself as inferior truth. And I could see the truth for what it truly was. And that brought about such a a freedom for me, but also a truth in walking a process out. So yeah, it's awesome, man. Uh, Proverbs 25 verse 2, it says this, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search out a matter is the glory of kings. So in us understanding our position as sons seated in heavenly places, and regardless of what is presenting itself to us here in creation, you know, the feelings of disappointment that lead us into a whole lot of other doors if we take that initial step through. Instead of 
engaging with that door, I find myself within a position as a son and also as a king where I go, listen, it's the glory of God that conceals a matter. And then to search out this matter is the glory of kings. So I'm not going to waste a moment trying to justify that feeling of disappointment to allow myself to step through a door that opens up other doors that leads me down a pathway filled with lies that masquerades itself as inferior truth. No, I will sit within the place of government. I will behold the glory of Yahweh and I'll begin to search out this matter because I know that when my eyes are fixed on him, I will become like him. If my eyes are fixed on the glory and that what is to come, I know that by my pursuit, oh, I love this, by my pursuit, I will search out this matter so that I can carry the record of that answer within me so that I can release it into creation and then I can see it manifest. And this is the way that I've been dealing with disappointment. It's been, it's been amazing to see the fruit um, thereof within my life. So I just wanted to encourage you. I'm fully aware that there are moments within our life in creation where situations and circumstances would, ha would happen and that would try to present that door of disappointment. My advice to you and words of wisdom to you would be search out the heart of Yahweh for what you need so that you don't have to go through the emotions of what is on the other side of that door of disappointment, but rather find yourself fully enveloped within the glory of Yahweh, where we get to search out this matter to get the answer that brings about the truth within us so that we can begin to speak it and frame it into creation so it can become part of our portion, which is awesome. So, yeah, I trust that this has encouraged you. Once again, thank you for opening up your heart and allowing me to speak into your day from my house to yours. Shalom.